This is TM Camp, and you're listening to the podcast edition of my novel, Assam and Darjeeling. Book 3. Purgatory. Interlude. If there was one thing that Edgar hated more than anything else, it was walking. Walking meant time taken, time lost, time that had been his and now was gone. He'd fought hard for his time, he'd made sacrifices for it, often living ones, and he hated to see it wasted. He didn't know how much time he had left, but he knew how much more than most he'd been able to scrape together. Edgar knew he didn't deserve all of it, but that didn't mean it wasn't his now. He didn't have to walk, not like the old days when the only thing anyone could do was walk, unless you were fortunate enough to own an animal you could ride or had a cart to pull. But when the roses came, the animals fell ill, and the carts were all piled with the people who'd already made their escape. That is to say, piled high with the late, the dead, the ones out of time. When his family died, Edgar walked away and left them in their beds, heading into the village where, soon enough, other families ran out of time. He walked from town to town, staying just ahead of the rats and the roses. Eventually he came to a city. He couldn't remember the name of it now to save his life, and when the city fell as they always do, he started walking again, on and on, until, eventually, he walked right out of the world altogether. He kept walking, holding on to as much time as he could, picking up little tricks here and there along the way. He learned how to sidestep things, to open the little doors that lead someplace else. He was still walking, of course, but it was much better than the tedious step-by-step -step lives that almost everyone else made do with. He went through every door he could find, without rhyme or reason or direction. Time curled before him, worlds crumpling under his feet like paper. And then he made his way here, and realized he had the chance to find what he had lost long before. Sometime later, he saw his first automobile, and realized he was done with walking. Except for now he thought to himself as he walked along the river. He cursed the soft bank crumbling under his feet, cursed Juniper and cursed the children that he was following. Edgar wasn't afraid of Juniper necessarily, but he kept walking nonetheless. Despite his own dislike of the man, he'd been around long enough and walked far enough to recognize an open door when he saw one. He knew it the first time he'd seen the girl and her brother at the diner. That Juniper was involved only made it easier to get the door open. Juniper's interest in the kids almost guaranteed that Edgar would get what he wanted. He smiled to himself. He was willing to walk a ways for that.
You've been listening to Assam and Darjeeling, written and performed by T.M. Camp. A new chapter from the book is available each week, free to download at the iTunes Store. To find out more about Assam and Darjeeling, to read my weblog, or to send me your questions and feedback, visit my website at www.tmcamp.com. I hope to hear from you. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you soon. This podcast was written, performed, and produced by T.M. Camp and may not be copied, distributed, transcribed, or otherwise reproduced without his express written permission. Before requesting permission, check with your doctor to find out if Assam and Darjeeling is right for you. Some listeners have reported cases of drowsiness, confusion, or extreme paranoia. Assam and Darjeeling has also been known to cause dementia and hallucinations in some younger listeners. If you or your children experience any of these symptoms, discontinue use immediately and contact a medical professional as death may be imminent. Unless otherwise noted, all contents of this production are copyright 2008, TM Camp. All rights reserved.